Welcome to the Trades Podcast, a podcast about the business of home improvement and promoting the trades to young adults. In this podcast, we talk with business owners, educators, and professionals about the benefits, skills, and related experiences of the home improvement business. Tips to help you with being successful from entry into the trades or established business owners. In this podcast, we hope to influence some young adults that the trades as a career is a great option leading to full and prosperous life. I'm Danny Torres, an MC, DJ, and podcaster, inspiring young adults by shining light onto career opportunities in our world today. And I'm Jeff Mudd, home improvement contractor, writer of the Millionaire Carpenter series, and podcaster. Stay tuned to 15 to 20 minutes of insightful tips. Happy days, everyone. This is DJ Danny and Jeff Mudd. Here we are, just ready to have a wonderful, wonderful uh, interview. And uh, what an awesome guy that we've already been speaking with him. We have Rick Clark with RC Roofing. Yep, Rick, welcome for the podcast today. Known you for a few ne- years now. Uh, our both of our companies uh, work together on and off, and everybody enjoys working with you. I've been really impressed with the business you've got set up. So again, welcome to the tradespodcast.com. Awesome. Yeah. And Rick, go ahead and uh, just introduce yourself. Uh, R.C. Roofing. Uh, been in business since November of 1992. Uh, got into the business right out of high school. And uh, by a fluke, kind of, we were camping and some of my buddies were had a, a, a job offer to load tile on commercial business in uh, Reno, Nevada. So they brought me on. I started loading tile making 100 bucks a day, staying fit in shape. So in the early 90s, the, 100 no, bucks a no, day this wasn't... Is, this was 85. 85. So yes. 100 bucks a day wasn't that bad a wage then, was <laughs> not, it? Not at all. Got your attention. Then. Not at all. <laughs> uh, so then about the, later that summer, they needed installers, so they, treated it, they taught us how to uh, install shingles. So I did that for about a year and a half, decided that I wanted to go to college, move out of uh, Reno, and, and give San Diego a try. So I, I then came here, went to Coleman College, uh, computer science, got my uh, certificate there, started going on, uh, on uh, interviews, and they were going to pay me $8 an hour. And at the time, I was working at Benton Roof Company in the day, and I was making $20 an hour. So it was kind of hard to go from $20 <laughs> an hour down to $8 Yeah, an hour. how can you compete yeah, with that? <laughs> not, not at all. So at that point, I was like, if I'm going to stay in this business, I'm going to get a couple more uh, years of knowledge under my belt working for Benton. Then I'm going to try to get my license and start my own company. So that's exactly what I did. Uh, so yeah, November of 92, I got my license. I was completely broke, living with my girlfriend at the time. She was supporting me. And, oh, and I also was laid off about three weeks before that from Benton Roof, Co- Roof Company for being late to work. Okay. So, which was not a good thing to do, but that's what happened. Uh, got my license. One night uh, we were watching TV, and it was a very, very rainy year. That was 92. So we had like 13 inches of rain or something like that. Wow. Watching on the news that uh, all the roofers were completely going crazy, covering tarps. They, they had to wait three, four months. So at that point, I'm like, okay, I got a license. I could work. But I don't have a place to work, but I, I can legally work and yeah. do, do roof jobs. 
So I put an ad in the penny saver. And that next day, I got 13 or 14 calls to do roof repairs. <laughs> yeah, the classic yeah. penny saver right there. The classic penny <laughs> saver. And, and at the time, I wasn't a business person at, at all. I was strictly a roofer, just, right. just purely an installer. I was 22 years old, 21 years old. Uh, I remember going to my first job, and, uh, or the first estimate, and they said I got a leak up there. I went up on the roof, and I'm like, okay, this is going to take me about two hours to fix. It's going to take me or cost me about $50 in material. I went down nervously, knocked on the door, and told the guys it was going to be $300. <laughs> so they, they were like, oh, my goodness, fix it. So uh, went up and fixed it. it. took me a couple hours. I made like 250 bucks or so. And uh, I was on cloud nine, and I continued to do that for the next two weeks. Then finally I got a, a real roof job, a complete tear-off, and a re-roof. And uh, I had no accounts, so what I did is I would sub the tear-off out. I'd have the customer pay for the tear-off. I'd have then the material company come, put the material up on the roof, and directly pay them. And then I'd have them pay me the remainder of the balance of the, the contract, which back then was like $2,500. Uh, it took me two days to do it, and I made $1,200 each day. And that's the very last day I was broke. But previous to that, I used to work paycheck to paycheck and barely make it. Wow. So that's that's basically what happened. So that's a great story, Rick. I'm glad you told it like that. And you can also see that's uh, American ingenuity at its best, you know. Absolutely. Had some uh, challenges to overcome and figured out how to get around it. And. You know, looking back on them, they probably don't seem that challenging anymore, do they? Oh, not at all now, especially compared to what we do today. But uh, I got to tell you, it's it's one of the most awesome things I ever did. I, I was finally able to, you know, provide for my myself. And then, you know, I've got married and have kids, and we do do quite fine. What, what a story. Yeah, Super no, and, and, and it was just like a total turning point for you, too. I mean, you you were in the middle of... You know, possibly getting an eight dollar paying job compared yes. to a twenty, you know, your twenty dollar paying job. But then also after that, being let go, trials and tribulations, and you had a choice. And you said, "You look." I mean, the funny, the best part, I think, you know, penny saver. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, you're just. Is it even around anymore? <laughs> you're no. just, you're just watching everybody on the news trying to like figure out what are they going to do with the roofs, and these roofers are just, you know. Yeah, I mean, almost right now, like how the demand is in the industry for a lot of trades. Yes, it is just what I constantly been hearing, and you know, from Jeff and our past uh, um, uh, guests on the on the trades podcast, that you know, it's hard to find good employees right now. Yes, I mean, is. what you what you went through, you really didn't have a a set training program. Zero, and you kind of jumped right into it. Jumped right into it, and it's. Uh, sink or swim and i i swam hard <laughs> yeah and but i mean 30 years later yeah here we are you know it's it's one step closer to you know just being able to take that leap and understanding that you know you were able to do it you know yes. it, it, in a time that you probably felt not like oh you know, i thought there was no way i was <laughs> going to be able to own my own company yeah and uh it's like i said it's the best thing that ever happened to me and uh <clears throat> like i was saying earlier as well um I have a lot of my friends. I'm I'm probably one of three of my whole big group of friends that did not go to college, and I wished I would have gone to college. I just didn't have the opportunity at yeah. the time. 
and I, I quite honestly make more money than any of those guys at this point, 30 years later. But, uh, but being in the trades, I think is a, is an awesome thing, especially for people that I don't want to say that don't like school, but you know, that, that aren't good at school. I was not the best at school. And that's, you know, the reason I got into the trades, but, uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I mean, and that, that's kind of like, um, you know, school, you know, they, 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 they put in this program for you to, to, you know, to have these steps and certain ways of getting to where other, uh, say other professions out of the trades industry kind of, you know, guides you to do and get educated into that area. Um, uh, but for say specifically roofing, are there some like training programs out there now? For- yes, there, there actually are training programs in the junior colleges. Um, and we're, we're actually looking to hire people from them. They're, they get out of high school and go to the, the community college trade school for roofing. And so it does exist. Yeah, I was just reading that. Uh, Cuyamaca Community Colleges has, I think, a dozen different trades courses right now that are uh, nice entry-level uh, certificate programs. Yep. Um, gives a young adult a chance to say, okay, I can speak the language to a roofer, to a welder, to a, a plumber. And I'm ready to learn, and I've got a good attitude, and I'm ready for a career. Yeah. Um, and you were talking earlier, Rick, that you wish you would have gone to college. I think you and me are both in the same boat. You know, I wish I would have gone to college too. But I don't know. For me, I think more of the going to college was for the experience of the college, not the education. For me as a contractor, it's been a lifelong education for me. I'm always reaching out, trying to learn new products, new management skills, new things like that. What about yeah, you? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Every single day after being in this business this long, I learn something every day, either uh, materials-wise, products, or dealing with customers, uh, how, how to word something different on our next contracts because there is so many extremely picky people out there and that sometimes they go overboard. And you're just, you know, so so we, we, we are constantly learning, changing things all the time. Absolutely, yeah. We, we adjust our contract every time we have a bad job. Like, <laughs> okay, we learned from that. Let's uh, put that clause in the contract and maybe we'll avoid it next time. You know, and, and that's that's part of the, the business process. But I was really tickled also here that you came basically right out of a, a right, school right into out the of trades. High yeah, yep. into yep. the trades. Didn't have his college debt. No. So really, by the time you were 21, started your own business, you're making decent money. I, I was actually 26. I, I I started, you know, I started roofing when I was 18, but by the, by the time I got my own company, I was 26 or 27. Yeah. And, and very nervous two years prior to that, not knowing what I was going to do. Right. I was just like, oh, my gosh, what am I, you know, I always dreamed of, of owning my own business one day. Uh Going back just a little bit, when I was in high school, my my uh, girlfriend, her father owned a motor machine type company, and uh, we would he he had a boat. We'd go to Lake Tahoe all the time. You know, they had all the the nice houses, cars, and and I'm like, if you want to make money, you have to own your own business. And so I, the whole time I was trying to figure out what type of business I can own. I have no idea, and I didn't think it would be roofing, but that's what happened. And yeah. And again, it's, it's been awesome. So Unbelievable. Yeah. And it, like in a sense that, you know, 18 to 26, 27 time period was your training program of, you know, 
not knowing you're going to go into the the you know owning your own business on the roofing side yes but i mean it, it gave you that certain sense of experience and skill that you can take on and move on to you know again move owning your own business or even imagine going the route of working for another roofing company and becoming one of their head uh roofers yes in that sense yep. and i mean um and is that something that you look for in uh in someone that you're looking to hire uh, not, not necessarily. It depends on what type of position, you know, like I, I, I just got a new, uh, we're talking about Nick. He was from another company and, and we got lucky to find him, but, but for the roofing part, it's, it's actually kind of funny. You find the roofers through the, you know, you get one good roofer and they have a family member that's another good roofer. And so it's small families that end up working for us which is interesting. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree with that. I mean, we run Help Wanted ads right now. And sometimes we get no responses, but we throw out a hiring bonus to the crew, and they're like, oh, yeah, I got my, my buddy, got my cousin, I know so-and-so. Yeah. It's like, okay, you yep. give me a few extra hundred bucks, I'll, I'll pass his name over. And, yeah. You know. yeah. Yeah, one of my crew uh, head guys, Edgar, he's from Guatemala, and he has his whole entire all his nephews working for him, and they are the most incredible, talented uh, roofers you've ever seen. They are no cutting corners. I mean, sometimes they'll say, hey, I'll tell them to do it this way, and they're like, no, no, no we got to do it this way, and it's 10 times better than what I was going to tell right. them. So they don't cut corners. Yeah, and I can imagine them by themselves just, you know, they're they're on top of each other like family usually Absolute, is. Absolutely. <laughs> Saying like, hey, you didn't do that right last yeah. time, you know, you, you know, you got to go, go ahead and redo it again yep. or something. And, you know, the, the, those guys get paid quite well, too. They, they make anywhere from 25 to $36 an hour right now. 25 is on the low end. That's pretty good money yep. right now. Um, I know people that are uh, working for half of that, or almost, a little over half, trying to figure out how they're going to pay for books going to college so they can uh, get another job so they can pay off that debt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean it's uh, you know, it's something that we've 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 talked about in the past before is uh, you know the whole schooling system, but that's what shines the light on for the tradespodcast.com mm -hmm. is being able to speak with business owners. Um, we're gonna have different you know people on the show, but for you as a business owner, we get to hear the experience that you went through in the beginning when you were you know young trying to figure everything out, trying to see exactly what path you can take. And knowing that trades industry has been there for, I mean, again, you've been in it for 30 years. Yep. It's not going away. No. And, and my dad, another funny story is my dad was a, dry, a drywall contractor. Yeah. And he tried his hardest to keep me out of the trades because he didn't want back then, you know, they were working their butt off, making nothing. He wanted to keep me out of the trades. He wanted me to go to school. And, you know, I moved out of the house at 18. And I, when I was 20, I was on a job site that he was on. <laughs> and he, I, he didn't really know that I, I had got in into, gotten into it. Okay. And he was like, gosh darn it, Rick, if I would have known you were going to be in the trades, I would have had you do drywall. And to be honest with you, I think roofing is a better <laughs> way to go than drywall. Absolutely. I've done some uh, drywall uh, new construction before that. It's tough work. I um, want to give a shout out to the North San Diego Business Chamber of Commerce for letting us use their room. The AC just kicked on. It's nice and cool in here. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Um, Rick, do you have any training programs uh, that you put your guys through 
checklist or anything? You make the guys uh, know how to no, uh, we, start them with three tab? Or yeah, no, well, they, they typically start as a laborer and then we'll slowly, uh, you know, start installing as we need, it, need that. And my head uh, foreman, Carlos, will, is right over their shoulder the whole entire time. So the, the type of guys I like to get are the, the green guys that don't know anything yet. We train them on, on, the, on the job. So hands-on training, hands on, hands paid, hands-on training yeah. is how it works. So, is there any goals for a guy that, or how long does it take a guy that you would uh, let him go for doing a roof by himself, or I guess be in charge of it? Uh, I would say at least two years, two at years? least two to three, actually. They, but we but we work as team, as you know, three four guys on a team. So and there's always a head foreman there to watch everything. So that's basically how it goes that's it's kind of funny because you think about it maybe when you were 21 three years for me to be in charge yeah. no man i'm a smart kid yeah you well, know i want that promotion next week that, I've seen what that, the hammer that ambition, is. Side, ambition yeah. side kicks in but, a little but bit. you look at some of the other trainings out there or compare them to college it's three years yeah yeah. yeah well that's my that's the way i do it uh when i got into it the summer that i stopped loading tile they put me into shingling. They taught me for literally about two months, and I was put on my own jobs at that point. But I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. It was on big, huge track, you know, three, four hundred house tracks, and they were just trying to get it done. So to be honest, I didn't do a good job back then. I was trying my very best, but that's the company that I worked for. So, so if <laughs> you stayed in Tahoe, you'd be doing some roof repairs. Replacing them. Yeah. All that, yeah, and and I mean, and, and I mean that shines light on um, you know the different style programming that you said that you have now. I mean, it's a little bit more intense, you know, your two years. Mm -hmm. But um, I mean, for me, I can see two years just go by that quick. Yeah, absolutely, working for a company like like uh, RC Roofing. Um, I mean, there's some reputation behind it that you guys have some you know pretty high quality uh, jobs that you guys go out and do. Um, but what's awesome too is you know is your staff. Yes. What What would and you say that you know that you can highlight on your staff that you have right now, for someone maybe looking to get into roofing to, you know, kind of have a little bit of knowledge on of, of you know, hey, like, you should know this if you're going to get into roofing, and this is the type of people that we're looking for. Yeah. Well, we're looking for people that are very detailed, people that realize that working on a roof is a very hard job. Uh, we're looking for people that take pride in what they do, and. Uh, and, and when and when you finish the roof, I remember doing this all the time, uh, jumping off the roof and taking a final picture and go, I did that. And it, so you it, you want somebody that has pride in what they're doing. Yeah. So that that's basically what we're looking for. Yeah, that instant. I mean, that gratification. I know. Oh, uh, it's great. I get that for myself. You know, when I'm out, um, you know, doing events and um, just getting customer feedback. I mean, is always a big thing too. Yep. You know, when you when when you're finished with the job and you know you see a bunch of smiles and yep. just so amazed at what you've done and yep. I mean I and can imagine and again it's someone's house usually yes. you got a homeowner it's their largest investment yeah and it's and it's huge for them to see those type of things yep. just all be put together yep. and, and then at the end of each job we will have a, a meeting with the owner make sure that they're 100 percent satisfied if they're not satisfied we will make them satisfied so mm -hmm. again it's pride. Yeah. And I've had guys that don't take pride, and they don't last with us. As a matter of fact, uh, one, I let go about a year ago, but we ended up having a tiny, tiny baby little leak from that guy. 
and it ended up costing me eight thousand dollars right. to fix it. And I could have ran it through the insurance, but I don't. You know, deductibles five thousand. Just pay it yeah. off and yes. move on. Sometimes yeah. it's better to do the right thing for the customer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, always, always. Well, what about safety, Rick? I mean, you guys are safety is a pretty big thing um, in the roofing industry, and that's why workers' comp is so high. But you know, you're you. you we tr- we do have safety meetings every week to where we just go over you know how the ladder is supposed to be set up, the eye protection. If you're over two stories, uh, or over 20 feet, you ne- need to be harnessed in. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of safety you know to, to properly do so, you know use a saw. Yeah. So when you've got a young adult that's thinking about getting into the trades and maybe looking at being a roofer and. Mm-hmm. Um, should he be scared or worried about this being a dangerous job? I was never, ever scared or worried about uh, roofing being a dangerous job, although I have fallen off the roof two times in my 35-year career, but not I never was seriously hurt. And knock on wood, I've got, with the 30 years that I've been in business, we have had two minor accidents. Yeah. Um, so that's that's really it. And, but I, yeah, but and I bet you when you went back and investigated those accidents, you found out that somebody didn't follow the safety rules. Absolutely. Yeah. Putting on felt in wet weather, that'll do it. Yep. <laughs> and you're not, supposed to, you're yeah. not supposed to do that. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I can imagine, Jess, um, you know, yeah, I mean, those are just really good odds. I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah. You, know, you know, in those 30 years that you've been in. So, and again, yeah, knock on wood, knock of on course, wood. <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, but it goes to show exactly the type of precautions that you take and, and you place for your employees and what are expected within the industry to, for someone that's not a business owner that doesn't know the, the, the industry that well, but for an employee maybe applying or, you know, thinking about getting into it, those are the type of things that we should be looking up to. Absolutely, you know, for sure. You know, 30 years in the business, you know, two minor accidents, and even for yourself. Yeah. Whether you're those two, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, it, it typically, you know, another time that I fell off the roof, I was horsing around, being, yeah. a, being a dumb young kid and not thinking, and that's when, th- that's when accidents happen. you got to really be paying attention up there. But if you are paying attention and doing your job, it's, it's a very it's safe job. Cool. If, you, if you do it properly. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think to conclude here, some of the points that Rick's made is, you know, it was a happenstance for him to get into the roofing career, but it turned out really well for him. He started off making some money early on, didn't have his college debt. He's been able to educate himself as a roofer, a, home, a homeowner, um, a business owner throughout the years. He's raised his uh created family, raised his family and stuff, had a, a good life, not that it's over or anything. Um, successful business owner, well-respected in the community. I know my company does uh, a lot of business back and forth with Rick, uh, awesome. and, and happy to uh, refer him out on our projects. Um, so anybody that's thinking of getting into the trades and specifically roofing, um, Rick Clark here with RC Roofing is definitely giving his attaboys and uh, pitch to give it a shot. Yeah. Any any final comments that you want to talk about? No, right? I didn't. No, I'd just like to thank you guys for having me. This was a, a awesome time. Yeah. Thank no, you very much. It was awesome to just have you. You know, hear your story for one thing, and um, you know, hopefully, uh, any any listeners out there that are, again, thinking about getting into the industry or whether it's specifically into the roofing, RC Roofing is the place that you want to you know 
check out their website. If uh, uh, Rick, if you can kind of shout yourself out a little bit, where can our listeners find you and kind of reach out to you if they need to? Uh, our website is rcroofinginc.com, and our phone number is 858-274-8920. Cool. Thank you so much again, and this is The Trades Podcast. You can check all our content on thetradespodcast.com. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. Appreciate you coming in.